This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We will uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. I'm completely honored and thrilled to have Kelly Plunk on with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored that you thought of me to um, ask me to come and, and visit with you. Now, your husband, David Plunk, is coaching defense at Ryan High School, one of the winningest programs around in Texas high school football. Prior to now, you guys were the head coach at Hallsville High School in Texas, leading them into the playoffs multiple times. When you look back, what stands out in your memories as his biggest accomplishment? Well, you know, in thinking about this, probably his biggest accomplishment that stands out to me is the year before we left Hallsville, we beat defending state champs in um, the round of the playoffs. We knocked off Ennis, and it was such an exciting game. I think that was probably his biggest accomplishment on the field. Um, I would have to say off of the field, probably just all of the relationships that he's made um, with all of his players and students over the years, and, you know, he served on the High School Coaches Association Board of Directors for four years, and he just made tremendous friendships through that um, with different coaches throughout the state. And that was just a fun four years for us, for him to be involved in that and some of the decision-making that goes on with all of the sports in the state. Now, you're the first high school coach's wife that I've had on the podcast, and you know, it's just hard to describe to outsiders. You're actually from Louisiana, and you've spent pretty much what mm-hmm. your entire married life in Texas as a Texas high school coach's wife. What words would you describe to say about Friday Night Lights in the Lone Star State? Well, it's definitely an amazing feeling, um, especially where we were for so long, such a small town, and the community was so involved with everything that we did. Um, It was just such a special feeling to have everyone there. It was like the town just um, closed up on Friday nights and everyone that you knew in town was at the game. It's just amazing. It's such a big, um, powerful thing here in the state. Just exciting and Um, so much enthusiasm from everyone. And you really can't go anywhere. You're like a celebrity when you go in town because, I mean, there's nothing bigger than the high school coach's wife in your town. Things like everywhere we would go, people that I didn't know, of course, knew who I was or my children or my husband because of the position that he was in for so long. Now, we know each other from several years ago. For one year, I was a part of your staff, um, And I just want to reflect back in that year. And actually, I think it was 2011. I had a, uh, just had a baby, perfectly healthy, four month old, and somehow I was stressed out. (laughs) And you were the head coach's wife at Hallsville High School. You worked a full-time job as a teacher. You had three sons. Mm -hmm. One of those is Mm -hmm. Kyle with Down syndrome. And to this day, I just don't know how you manage this. You're probably one of the most organized head coaches' wives I've ever been around. Mm -hmm. It's 16 years of coaching. And for the listeners here, I'm just going to brag on you a bit. You would send this weekly email. You would coordinate a catered dinner that you had to put on after the game. 
you made sure everyone knew where the game was, time to get there, if, you, if we wanted to ride with you, uh, to just all the little things to make sure everyone was included, even letting us know what you would wear and things like that. You would just go the extra mile. You know, people just don't do that. Mm. And you just went above and beyond. What do you think you did on a consistent basis to juggle all of that? Well, thank you. I appreciate the compliment. I don't know that I would call myself organized, but um, I think it's just, you know, the, the want and the need for everyone to feel a part of the program as much as possible. Um, I always wanted to make sure, especially the new coaches wise who, you know, were new to the staff, didn't really know very many people in town. Um, or may not have even known which direction to turn out of their driveway headed to the football game that night. I just wanted to make sure that everyone felt like they were a part of it and um, included. And I wanted us to be a very close-knit group because a lot of times we are each other's family during the season. We are all that each other has, you know. And when there's so many with such young children, I think that's so important for everyone to be close and I wanted us to go to the games together and ride together and eat together beforehand and afterwards for home games and then all of us walk into the stadium together and sit together I just felt like that was very important for our well-being and it was it was such a special time for me personally to see um, kind of a snippet in time what my life would be like years from then that I didn't even know. And now we have a special bond. Um, your son, Kyle, has Down syndrome. And I have a special needs daughter with something else. But when did you know Kyle would require a lifetime of love? Well, you know, we didn't know anything about Kyle until he was born, um, which I won't lie, it was a shock uh, when we found out because, you know, every young couple with their first child is expecting a healthy baby. Right. And especially, you know, when all of your friends are having babies around you and everyone is normal and happy and healthy, and then you're thrown at the time what seems like to be a curveball. But, um, you know, we were very fortunate to be in the small town of Hallsville for Kyle's entire childhood um, and everyone in town, well, in East Texas, and a lot of people all over the state of Texas know who Kyle Plunk is. And I was very lucky at the time to have the network of the older coaches' wives to help me with him. You know, I can, thinking back on it, I can remember football games, and this may sound horrible, but football games where I never even saw Kyle <laughs> because everyone in the community just wrapped their arms around him and us, and they would pass him around the stands at the football games so that I could enjoy the game and not have to worry so much about where is he, you know, what, what does he need? Is he okay? Because I knew all of those people and trusted them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just, I feel so lucky that we were there for so long that so many people knew him and knew what he needed. I had no idea, like I mentioned that time, that one day I'd also become a special needs mom. I had Courtney who was healthy and then just a little bit later was Landry. And, um, you know, I haven't really shared her story on my podcast, but I have a blog mm -hmm. and things like that. But I look back now and I'm just <laughs> completely amazed by the grace in which you handled everything. And 
I just remember you, I would just kind of ask a few questions and I just remember you saying something one time that you just said, Kyle doesn't sleep. I just, I don't know why that stuck with me. And now there's times when, uh, Landry, my daughter, when I'm watching her breathe in the middle of the night and making sure that her respiratory rate, oxygen saturation or whatever it is. And I'll, and I'll remember what you said because you probably in some capacity were dealing with being up all night or um, right. taking care of things that nobody else understands. And um, can you just explain what a day looks like when you have a special needs child? You know, basically in this industry that we're in or with our spouses, you're like a single mom with those yeah. daily needs. And then you also, though, have the responsibility of a spouse's consuming job. What does a day look like? Yeah, there would be many days that, that he wouldn't sleep and we would still have to get up early, you know, in the morning and have a full day of school or daycare and then football at night. And I can remember numerous times thinking there's no way I can continue to do this. But I think it's just who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just do what you have to do at the time. Um, now that he is older, he is with his dad a lot. He likes to help with the football team. He has designated himself the kicking coach. <laughs> and so that's great. That's gotten a lot easier, but there's still, you know, we still have our struggles. He still gets, um, there's days where he is very, very tired and I'll have to go pick him up from school um, earlier than normal. Um, you know, so that's hard. But um, when he was little, it just, it, it seemed like it was never ending. You know, when you're living it, you think they're never going to grow up and they're never going to be independent. But it does happen and it does get easier um, once they are a little bit older and more independent. What do you think you relied on during those moments when you felt like this is not going to get better? Honestly, the other coaches' wives. Because when we first came to Hallsville, we were one one of the youngest couples on the staff. And Kyle was just a baby. He was full of there. Um, and we didn't leave there until he was 20. But um, when we first came to Hallsville, the other coaches' wives were older than me. Their children older. And um, just to know that I have that support system that if there was anything that I needed, they were there for me. Um, you know, they there were many of them who would babysit for us so that we could have a night out, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one um, wife, she was actually, when we moved there, the head coach's wife, who had children, and she worked um, with Region 7 with their special needs department. And so she was experienced with, you know, children like Kyle, Mm -hmm. and she was a tremendous help to me. She exactly, you know, the right words to say, and if I needed advice, she was always my go-to. So I think just the network of the coaches' wives that were there, that was my biggest, you know, thing that I was the most grateful for. Now, we are in a rare sorority of coaches' wives with special needs children. How do you think it's impacted you? I do think that it has given me definitely more patience because it's hard, you know, when your baby is not doing things at the quote normal time that they should. Um, it's hard to see that. So I know that Kyle has definitely taught us more patience because he has done everything in his own sweet time. <laughs> it's all had to be his idea. 
up, you know, and just to see him interact with the other coaches' kids and the way that the other coaches' kids interact with him, they have always been so wonderful, um, whether they're older than him or younger than him, to include him and make him feel um, like he's just like them. You know, and I've even had a few coaches' wives tell me that once they, once their kids got older and realized that Kyle had Down syndrome and that was a thing and that he was even different, you know, when they were younger, they never even realized that Kyle was different from them. They just thought that's who Kyle was. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think just the love that he's taught us and the patience mm-hmm. have been wonderful. I'd say the same thing for, for myself. It's definitely, yeah. I'm a lot more patient than I was. I can remember someone saying, you know, you don't wish anything like that upon anyone, but then you've got to think, why you? And I, I, I just would think, why not me? You know, I mean, why not? And I can't imagine what our family would be like without Kyle or if he was anyone other than who he is. Um, you know, I can remember our middle son, John David, at one point getting in the car and making the comment, Kyle's most popular kid in school. I can't go anywhere without people saying, you're Kyle's brother. And I said, yeah, and I can't go anywhere without people saying, you're Kyle's mom. So, you know, it's just amazing to me the way that um, other children have always made Kyle feel a part of whatever it is and wherever we live because since we've even moved here where we are the kids on the football team here just have accepted Kyle like he's there his whole life that's been wonderful that's really good to hear I wondered that too because I've watched uh Hallsville when we're there and then once we left I just kept up with you obviously with social media and the news media stories on Kyle I think his senior year oh yeah doing a live shot and interviewing him I I think that am I right yes 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 yeah the news uh team from Shreveport came over to Hallsville early one morning because Kyle and his best friend Dalton who also has Down syndrome they were both elected as homecoming kings and their senior year and so the news station came over early one morning to Hallsville and we had a little pep rally and they interviewed Kyle and Dalton so this yeah, they've had lots of news coverage. <laughs> they have. And I love that he's being, you know, celebrated there where you are at Ryan High School in Denton, Texas. And, um, you know, it's very, I think when you have a special needs child, when, when Landry was born and we started figuring out, you know, we didn't know mm-hmm. there was an intellectual disability at that point, but we knew she was very ill. And right. how, I mean, you just, you, you wonder how is this going to impact everything? And it's been interesting how God has used it in our life and that, People are drawn to Landry, you know, oh, yeah. a child that doesn't even speak. You know, it's, right. it's interesting how that works and how that, what, what God will use. But I think that people are attracted to a, a Kyle or a Landry and those types of children for multiple reasons. There's a lot of joy and there's a lot of that, but I think that we all relate because in some capacity, I think that, that everyone has something that happens in life that they can't control or their future is undetermined or maybe something isn't quite fair and they, they yeah. connect with you and they connect with me right. because we can, we can openly talk about ours. You know, it's, it's socially acceptable to talk about Landry and things, but I think that some right. people can't talk about, but they do relate to overcoming that, you know, that adversity or, yeah. you know, what that, yeah. your expectations. I agree. I agree. You know? 
Yes, I do. I completely agree. What would you say to a coach's wife who finds herself in a situation where just she can't control it? You know, maybe something that's not fair. Maybe it's not a special needs child, but what would you say? Well, you know, I just have learned um, just really mainly over the last few years. um, Just to me, the most important thing is just to keep your head held high and support your husband the best that you can. You know, make sure that you always have his back no matter what. Um, Because I know that that comes into play a lot with the profession that we've married into. Um, You know, I just think that I know for me, that's been the most important thing is just to make sure that I support my husband with every decision that he has made. And I know that he's not going to put us in a situation that's not good for our family. Mm. So no matter how hopeless it may seem, um, I think, you know, God always has a hand in everything that everything that may be happening to you, if you feel that way about it. You know, because you know, when we left and moved up here, it wasn't exactly the way that we wanted to to leave where we had been. But in the long run, it all worked out great. My children are happy. My husband is happy. We love the area that we're in. You know, everyone has accepted our family just like we've always been here. So we, I know that it was new for us, and I never once doubted the decision on moving us here. Mm. I just think that's important that you just, you know, no matter what, no matter how hopeless you feel, just always make sure that you communicate with your husband and let him know that you support him. Mm. Yes, building the affirmation and that they need, you know, and that loyalty, no yeah. matter what, because you can feel so isolated right. and everything yeah. is so public. You know, high school yes, very is public. <laughs> you know, yeah. everything it's, is, is just everybody's watching all the time. You know, it's, it's, yes. uh, it's a rare thing. It is. You're right. Okay. So one of my mm-hmm. memories from living around you, uh, and I start mm-hmm. thinking about it at Christmas time every year is, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've sent you pictures cause I'm like the worst, uh, baker in the world. Uh, <laughs> you make the best sugar cookies on the planet. And they're beautiful. Oh, decorated. Okay. Do you still do this right now? You know, when we moved up here, I had to uh, go back into the classroom. And so I just don't have the time to do it anymore. I do love it still. And I miss it tremendously. But um, every year at Christmas, I do make my cookie dough and um, take it back home to East Texas and deliver it around. In fact, I've got a load of it in the freezer right now that we're taking on Sunday back home for people who have called and asked me just for the dough. So I I can't say that I don't make them anymore because I, I do it that way. But as far as having the time to decorate, and that's so time consuming. And I just we're so busy. I just don't have the time anymore. And I hate that because I do miss it. And I enjoyed it so much. Oh, and you were phenomenal. It's the most beautiful cookies and they tasted good. Sometimes that's hard. That combination is hard. Like, oh, this is beautiful. But uh, you know, it was amazing. I miss them so much. Well, thank you. I I I wonder if you can get them. Oh, well, you never know. We need to get online business. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, in your order. If you have an online business, I'll promote it on this podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what do you think's been the best part about coaching high school football? Oh gosh, all of the relationships that we've made all over the six states. Um, I mean, 
for people in the profession, you know, from East Texas up to where we are now here north of Dallas, down to Austin and the San Antonio area, um, out in West Texas, just people all over the state. And of course, my brother-in-law also coaches um, football here in Texas, and they have three boys. So we've got connections of where they are in Amarillo. And um, I just think to me, that is the most cherished thing that I have is just the friendships and the connections that we've made through this profession with people all over the state. Okay. I have some fast five questions for you. You ready? Okay. Yes. Something no one knows about you. Probably the fact that I cannot stand for my floors to be dirty. And my husband says that I vacuum and mop more than any person he has ever known. So I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but it drives me crazy when my floors are dirty. If there's just one thing on the floor, I have to get it. Wow. And you have three sons. I don't know. <laughs> you must be doing a lot of yeah. vacuuming. I do. And that may be drives me so crazy because I do have three boys. <laughs> All right. Do you have a minivan or an SUV? SUV. Okay. If you could have dinner with anyone, who would that be with? Probably with my husband alone, with no interruptions, <laughs> no phone calls, no children, just us. Okay. What's your favorite meal to cook? Probably just anything that I could make quickly where we could all sit down and eat at the same time. Last song. <laughs> Last song you downloaded. I have no idea when the last time was that I even downloaded a song. Um, you know, Alexa and Pandora do all of that work for me now. <laughs> uh, favorite genre music, maybe? Country. There you go. You're a Texan yeah. now. There you go. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so very much. This has been so insightful and encouraging. I just appreciate your time very much. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for calling. We miss y'all. Thank you, Kelly. Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Live podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.